Hey sisters, welcome back to our newest episodes. I'm your host, Tajane, and we are Sis What's Tea Podcast. If you are a new listener, thank you so much for tuning in, and we hope that you enjoy this episode. And if you are a returning listener, thank you for always supporting us. Please be sure to keep up with us on Instagram at Sis What's Tea Podcast. And make sure you subscribe, rate, and comment if you enjoy this episode. We have a very special guest that's joining us. She's a mom, wife, entrepreneur, and content creator. Yes, you heard it right. She is in her bag. (laughs) Go ahead and introduce yourself and share your social medias with everyone. Hi, sisters. I'm Yasmin McBride. Um, and I am a content creator, wife, mom, all the things. Um, my social media is at Yasmin CEO on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And then you can find me at Yasmin McBride on Facebook. And I'm also an esthetician as well. Yes. So you guys make sure that you go follow her. And also, I know that you have YouTube as well. Is it the same thing? Yes. It's Yasmin CEO on youtube okay make sure that you guys go subscribe and follow her and book with her again thank you for joining and we're getting ready to go ahead and get into the interview questions are you ready yes i'm ready okay so the first question that we have for you is what motivated you to become an entrepreneur so that is a great question um what motivated me to become an entrepreneur I believe it was a combination of a few things. Um, It was that time when everyone was getting in their bag, promoting entrepreneurship on social media. So I kind of like fell into it that way. Um, But also at the time I was working for a a media agency, iHeartMedia. A lot of people are very familiar with iHeartRadio. So I was working for them at that time. And I noticed that it was a lack of women entrepreneurs um, purchasing advertising space on the radio stations. Um, I had a knack for building websites and I just had a real good knack for um, doing social media marketing. And since I saw that need that it wasn't a lot of women entrepreneurs getting advertising space or just promoting their brands, I felt like I could provide Um, a service that would be able to help them. So with that being said, and also wanting the freedom of being my own boss, I went ahead and started my first business, which was YC Creative Enterprise. Yes, we love that. It's nothing like having your own freedom. And that's very true. It's not a lot of us Black women that are entrepreneurs because it seems like it's so hard, which it is hard. It has its pros and its cons. I love that answer. So what would you say um, are the pros and the cons for you at this moment with being an entrepreneur? Oh, so many. (laughs) So the pros is there's like no cap on how much money you can make. Um, Another pro would be also the freedom you like, you're able to make your own day. Um, You're able to, if you want to take a day off, you could take a day off. I wouldn't recommend it, but (laughs) if you you would, if you need to take a vacation and take your vacation, sis, but make sure you handle business as well. Um, So having that freedom, um, I love entrepreneurship because it really gives me an opportunity to grow. Like it's, it's a per, it's a personal um, what's the word that I'm looking for? It is 
personal development. It's a process of personal development. Like if I had never gotten into entrepreneurship, I probably wouldn't be the woman that I am today. Um, so develop that is huge, a huge pro of being an entrepreneur. Now, some of the cons is you're going to be working around the clock. Okay. Like there is no days (laughs) off. You're going to be grinding all the time. I don't know how to turn my brain off. I don't, I live different ways to get to the bag now even though I think of these ways of getting to the bag doesn't mean I need to act on them at that time that I think about them but it is something that I have to work on with like slowing down my brain and just you know just taking time off that's something that I do struggle Um, but I can say even though I have all these different hats that I wear Um, You have to prioritize what's important for you. So for me, I have like non-negotiables that like I, my religion, God, that's a non-negotiable. My family, that's a non-negotiable. My self-care, my, my awareness, my mental space, that's a non-negotiable. My fitness, my health, that's a non-negotiable. So those things I make sure I make time for and then everything else is just a, if I have the time, then I'll do it. If I don't, then I don't. Um, Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> I love I love that answer and I love how you said that it's personal development of growth. I love the way that you compared that because being an entrepreneur, that's so true. It's like you grow, you growing, you your business is growing, but you're growing mm-hmm. as a person more with your business as well. The more your um, business continues to flourish. That was like a perfect comparison. Um, yes. And I also love how you said that the time management, a lot of people lack time management or you never can turn your brain off. Cause that's me. I, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I just thought of an idea. I pick my phone up. And go on my notes and I'm like, let me write this idea down before I forget. I never can turn my brain off too. And that's mm-hmm. something that I've been trying, trying to work on. But I know like a lot of people say it's very important to have like, you know, those set hours. Okay, I'm going to dedicate this time to my business and mm-hmm. this time to self-care and family and et cetera. Because it's like, you know, you have people that overwork, their, overwork themselves and not being able to enjoy what the business may bring to them absolutely absolutely I think it's very important like to focus on yourself above all even like outside of like being a mom and being a wife like those are jobs within itself so if I'm not good there's no way that I can be a good wife there's no way that I could be a good mom there's no way I could be a good CEO so you have to make sure that you're focusing on you and taking care of you first and foremost Otherwise, everything else is going to fall apart. Even your business. Having that balance. Yes, that is so true. And I think people like fantasize so much what they see on social media, what people may have, what people may be going through. But people don't understand that it's your own race. Mm-hmm. And they don't always show the show the they always show the good, but they don't never show the bad behind the scenes of like what goes on behind the scenes of being an entrepreneur. But I love how you broke it down. You broke broke it down so perfectly. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay. The next question that I have is being a content creator today slash influencer for us as women is very big right now. Do you have any tips for another inspired millennial women woman on how to get started? Tips. Oh, I would say the biggest tip that I can give is to start, like start today, right now. Like as soon as you get off listening to this podcast, do something 
to start the journey because I think a lot of people get into that oh, I want to do this. And then they start planning and then they plan, then they plan it for the next year. And then it's two years. And then they, they still haven't acted on these plans that they've made and, or started a year ago. Um, and you can get really stagnant and comfortable in that place. But it's time to like put yourself out there. It's time to, to do it. Just do it. Yes, that's perfect. Uh, people, we, we do tend to plan a lot as women. You heard her. Ms. Yasmin <laughs> said, y'all better go out there and get started. Don't just listen. start. Yes, because 2023, we in quarter three, quarter four is right around the corner. Yep. And maybe get that goal. Get that goal, sis. Yeah. Okay. What do, um, what do you enjoy most about being a content creator? Ooh, I just, I'm a creative person at heart. So I love just creating things. Um, and for me, it comes really naturally. I, I truly enjoy creating content. So it doesn't feel like work when I do it. Um, I think once you transition to, oh, this is like a job, it might be a little different. But for me, I always try to keep it like just fun. Um, and creating content is it can open so many doors for you. Like it's opened so many doors for me so far. And I'm just super excited to continue to just express myself in this way. And then also just to relate it back to, it's a personal development journey for me. So the more creative I am, the more I'm learning different ways to express that creativity. So I'm able to express it through, you know, when I do my facials, I'm able to express it when I do makeup, I'm able to express it when I create video type of content. Um, and it's just a, I consider it another form of that self-care for me personally. It's another form of that self-care because if I don't get my creativity out of my mind, I'm like stagnant. I can't, I'll be laying in the bed like, oh my gosh, what is wrong with me? Depressed. Like I have to get it out. Um, and I just found my outlet to be through my work. Yes, I love that. I love that a lot. Self-care is very important. It is so important. Yes, absolutely. You have to. You have to find that time. I was just watching recently. Uh, um, I love reality TV. I know some people don't, but I do. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, I, I do as well. The, <laughs> yes, I watched The Real Housewives of Atlanta. And one episode, you know, Candy Burris is like this super big boss. Like everybody looks up to Candy. They're like, oh, you doing it. You know, you're doing the thing, girl. Keep grinding and all those things. But she was talking about how she don't do nothing for self-care. Like she's just always working, working, working. And her friends was telling her like, girl, we feel like you ain't been showing up for us. Like, you know how you used to. Like you ain't been making time for us. You just been working, working, working. They was like, you really need to like take some time off and just decompress and get to know yourself again because you're going to end up working yourself into the ground and one day you're going to crash and then you ain't going to be no good for nobody so it's you have to get like yeah it's okay for us to grind and it's okay for us to do all the things but you have to put yourself first yes that is that is very true she's always working I always like following her on social media you always see her working you don't never yes. see her like stopping or taking time for herself. And you always see her kids or her spending time with her kids or her being a wife. I never mm -hmm. really just see her like 
decompressing, like you say. So that is very true. And those are good friends because sometimes your friends, they can, they, they, they see like all the hard work and everything that you do. So that's very important. Yes. Yes. Having good friends. Yeah. That is, <laughs> that's definitely another important thing to have, have that village um, for sure. Yes, that strong village is a major key. <laughs> yes, yes. Having yes. a strong village is definitely a major key because a lot of people do not have that. And mm-hmm. when they see you have that, they be like, oh my God, you know, I wish I had that support and et cetera. And that make you think, that make you be very thankful even more for your village. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So what brand have you enjoyed working with the most so far? So, so far, um, I've enjoyed working with Faven Essentials. Um, Yes, by one of my close and dearest clients, Mariah. Um, (laughs) It's a Black-owned brand, which I think you featured her on the podcast. Um, Yes, yes. Yes, so Mariah, love her to death. Um, amazing um, just businesswoman overall I've seen her create and launch so many you know different brands and she's just really a boss but then also you know she worked her nine to five as a teacher like it I love women I love how we are so versatile and we could we literally just can play all key parts um, but that is my favorite brand so far I love just how she has it set up I love that she allows us to be creative in our own way and she doesn't try to like control like how we create our content around Mm -hmm. her brand um but for me for the most part when it comes to creating content or when it comes to working with brands I don't work with brands or promote brands that I don't personally like love and support so I was using her products before I even came on as a brand ambassador um it just so happened that I was like, you know what, girl, you know, I'm, I, I want to get in my content creation bag. Like, how can I support your business? And it just came about with us partnering together and me doing it for her brand. But since then, she was actually one of the first people, one of the first brands to say, yeah, I want you to create content for me. Um, and since then, like, I've been able to work with so many other brands just based off of that partnership I have with her. So I'm super grateful and thankful for, you know, her and just having her as a client as well, because she was like one of the first people to support my business when I dis- when I decided to switch from doing um, my marketing agency to esthetician and skincare. She was one of the first people in my chair. So I so thankful for her. Yes, I love that Black women supporting Black women and giving them the opportunity because it's so hard to get brands to do partnerships with you because a lot of brands think about the number wise mm-hmm. um, or they put so many, they put so much on you or like so many limitations or telling you like what type of content they want you to record for them each month. So I love how mm-hmm. she gives you that balance of you just being free to, free and being your own self and I feel like that makes the content um, flows naturally mm-hmm. whenever they give you brand partnerships to express your own self and create what you love the most I feel like that helps you fall that helps a customer fall in love more with the brand 
Absolutely. Absolutely. It's more authentic. The content yes. is just more authentic. Like anything that I post, like this is my regular life. Like I'm not posting, I'm not setting up stuff to make it look good. Like, no, this is what my life looks like. Like it's, I'm not trying to glamorize it <laughs> at all. <laughs> um, this is a real person using her products. I use the products on my son. My husband used the products. Like we love the products. Um, so there's yeah we don't we don't tell no lies when it comes to this content yes I love it so what product would you say is your favorite product so far from her brand Ooh, (laughs) so I'll say the one that I'm like okay it's two of them that I love 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 I'm probably like never going to stop using them is (laughs) the nourishing hair oil Mm -hmm. it's key I love it um, I've compared it to like other hair oils I've used and it's still just like the best. Um, and then the second one is the edge control, which is, that's her newest product. And baby, when I tell you these edges be slit back all day, <laughs> all day. Until it, I have to go to sleep and roll around for them edges to move before, you know, I got to slick them down again. Like it's literally the best edge, edge control. Yes, I love it. I love to hear. Make sure you guys go support Fabian Essentials. Yes, and use my discount code YAS15. That's Y A Z Z and 15. Alrighty. Okay, so Nego, let's go ahead and go to get to the next question. How do you find balance in having a nine to five with being a mom and having multiple businesses? balance I'm gonna be honest with y'all that thing is a myth okay (laughs) (laughs) I wish people would stop promoting this this idea of balance because to be quite honest it don't exist um balance to me it's not as much as balance is more so like being intentional so be intentional about whatever time like if you're setting aside time to cook, be intentional in that moment of you cooking. Like, love that you're cooking for your family. You're able to feed your family. Um, be in the moment when you're playing with your kids and you settling down for the night. Be in the moment when, you know, you just chilling, hanging with your husband. Be in the moment when you are at work and you're doing things that you like. If you love your work, then it should feel like work. But when you're at work, be in those moments. Um, just be intentional about your time and be intentional with who you spend your time with. Because when you have so many things on your plate, like I live by my calendar. If it ain't on my calendar, baby, it ain't getting done. Okay. (laughs) So when you talking about, oh, let's go such and such, such and such, baby, no, I'm booked for the day. Okay. (laughs) You gonna have to check, you know, another, you gonna have to check for another day we're gonna have to do this another day because I don't have time because I have a lot of things on my plate so I'm very intentional about who I spend my time with everybody don't get access to me um and that's just how it has to be and I'm okay I'm okay with that I spend time with the people that are worth you know me spending time with so that's what that's my best advice for the ladies that's struggling with this idea of balance just do things that work best for you and your family and what you got going on and just, 
you know, be intentional about those moments. Yes, that's that's a really good answer. I love that because I always, my friends already know, if it ain't on my calendar or friends, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to miss that one. <laughs> yes, it ain't getting done, honey. It ain't getting done. <laughs> okay, what advice would you give a soon-to-be mom? Oh, like someone that's like pregnant? Yes. Oh my goodness. Um do not compare your journey to motherhood to anybody else's. Your journey is your journey and love on that baby. Just experience the most blissful and honest time with you and that child um, because you know what you're experiencing on the inside they feel that so just be very conscious about how you're feeling um what else for me my experience when I was pregnant um it was a lot it was like an emotional roller coaster because it was just like up and down up and down um, I had a great pregnancy, like I didn't have no health issues or anything, um, but it was just the emotional roller coaster. Um, so mm-hmm. I did a lot of meditation work, and that was my first time ever really even getting into meditation like that. And it literally changed my entire world. Um, I had a home birth, so I gave birth to my son at my home, um, in my living room, in a little pool, and experiencing all the pain and everything everything down to the toes um and going through that experience and realizing that my body is going to do everything that it's supposed to do because it was built for this like God built you to do this it's going to do all of the work for you all you have to do is trust your body yes it's going to hurt <laughs> uh, yes it did hurt because I get that question a lot like did it hurt yes it hurt it was the worst pain I ever I ever ever felt but at the same time because I meditated on the type of birth experience that I had and I meditated on that throughout my entire pregnancy I believe that that's why my birth experience was a blissful one um yes it was painful but it was a pain with a purpose um, and I, in those moments where I felt the pain, I knew that my baby was helping to get himself out just as much as my body was working to get him out. So it didn't take long for it to happen, but when it happened, everything, you know, it happened as it was supposed to. Um, but yeah, yeah. He, popped, he popped on out in like three pushes. And, you know, I was looking at him because I was in a squatted position. I looked at him down in the water and picked him up and was like, he's here. And all that pain went away. <laughs> yes, that'd be crazy. The, the, most rewarding, the, the most rewarding part. <laughs> yes, is he was out of my body because I wanted my body back so bad. Um, <laughs> he was out. He was healthy. You know, I was done. The pain and all that was over. It's li- and it's crazy how our bodies work because literally once the baby is out, it's like all the symptoms, everything that you was experiencing is just gone. 
it's it's so yeah. weird. It's just gone. Yes, like gone. <laughs> yes, um, um, we love that you had a healthy pregnancy because I know it's a lot with carrying another human being on top of still trying to take care of yourself. Yes, 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 yes. I learned a lot about myself during that period of being pregnant. Um, it was that e- the moment of my epiphany of like, do I really want to continue on with this marketing business? Like, do, is this something that I can see myself doing the next 10 years? And reflecting on that allowed me to understand like, what did, what it is that you really want to do? What do you really want to do? And that's how I was like, oh, I, I want to do this. This is what I always wanted to do. I always wanted to do some type of career in beauty, um, but just didn't have the courage or I just didn't have the network or the people, you know, to introduce me to what I could do in that field. So it was great. Yes. And now look, your goals, dreams, you're accomplishing what you want to accomplish. We love it. Black Girl Magic. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Okay. What advice would you give a mom or wife who wants to become an entrepreneur on how on how can she find self-care time for herself? So advice on so advice on how to become an entrepreneur or advice on self-care. Advice on um, I guess you could say both. Advice on okay. um, a new mom, a, a mom that want to, or a mom or wife that want to become an entrepreneur, plus on helping her find time for self care while she's trying to be an entrepreneur. Okay, so my best advice um, is to do your research. Number one, figure out what it is that you want to do. So do immense amount of research um put you a plan together and then execute the plan um when i say execute the plan i mean get your first customer because that's what it boils down to at the end of the day everyone wants to be an entrepreneur but don't nobody want to sell and that goes hand in hand so your business is the customer so you have to uh, either already have your product together or you need to already, you know, have your service together and you need to offer it to somebody. And you need to get somebody to pay you money for what it is that you want to sell or what it is that you want to build a business doing. Because I get a lot of people that come to me and they ask me like, oh, how do I start a business? And I'm like, uh, have you sold anything yet? And they're like, no. I'm like, well, that's the first step. <laughs> you need a customer. Because once you learn, once you get your first customer and they pay you in exchange for that, you know, whatever service or product, you can take that money and you can invest it into your business. Um, but if you haven't done that yet, spending all this time making a plan, it's, it's kind of going to be worthless. Um, so definitely do that first. And then as far as developing self-care. So self-care varies from person to person. Um, so you got to figure out what, how you like to be taken care of. And if you don't know how you like to take care of yourself, then maybe that's a journey that you need to go down on and start trying out things like what it is that you like and what it is that you don't like. Cause my version of self-care is I love doing my skincare. So once I lay my son down to bed, if I haven't already done my skincare before he, I've laid him down to bed, 
I'll put him to sleep and then I'll go in the bathroom and I'll spend another 10, 15 minutes doing my skincare, you know, just getting myself together, getting my mindset right, thinking about what it is that I need to do, you know, tomorrow, reflecting on my day, you know, doing my affirmations, like that self-care to me. I'm a huge reader as well. So I love me a good, good book. I love personal development books. I love books about finances and investing. Um, so sitting down with a good book for like 10 minutes, 15 minutes, that's self-care for me. Fitness, I get up every morning at 5.30 a.m. every morning because that's the only time that I'm able to basically beat the rest of my house up. So I work out. I, you know, make myself breakfast or I make breakfast for the house. So like thing, little things like that help me to be a better woman. It helps sets the tone for my day. Um, so I would say, you know, just figure out what it is. If it's taking trips, like you, you may have to take a little self-care trip every month just to like get away, then do that. Figure out what it is that you like that will help you be a better you and then just do it. <laughs> yes, that's a really, that's a really good answer because we had, um, we had recently a mom that had asked us a question, had left us an um, anonymous question on saying how she was having like a hard time finding like self-care for herself. And that's really good the way that you explained it um, because we had told her, you know, it's okay to ask for help. And like you say, asking your village for help or huh? finding some type of way that you can um, either waking up early or once your baby go to bed of getting that self-care time with yourself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I'm a morning person, so it's easy for me to wake up earlier than everybody. But I know some people are night people. But whatever works for you and your lifestyle, do that. But you you have to be intentional about it. So going back to what I said before, you got to be intentional with your time. And I'm very much intentional with my time. 5.30 a.m. isn't the time that I wanted to get up every morning. But I had to force myself to do that because I would feel like I'm, like, rushing once I wake up. Like, if I didn't get up before everybody else and I got up when everybody else got up, it's just my, my day's going to go downhill from that because I feel like I'm like, oh, I, I got to do this. I got to do that. You'll never have time for yourself. Yes, that that is so true. I find myself now waking up at like six or seven, trying to make sure I start my day off right or try to before I think about business or before I think about anything else, I'm like, okay, let me give myself this hour to journal, yes, listen to journal. my music or, <laughs> yes. or do something. But yes, journaling has helped me like so much of like, you know, having that time to just like, you know, think about and reflect on yourself or the goals or looking back at the different things. That is like how I find my self-care in the morning. Like I love being able to just, not think about anything before I get on before I get on social media I would just yes. have that time to myself absolutely yes everything you said yes <laughs> um, I journal as well so and I get up at 5 30 because it gives me that time to like okay if I want to work out I could work out if I want to journal I could journal if I want to read for 10 minutes I could read for 10 minutes like it just gives me enough time if I wanted to fit all those things in in the morning I can do it at 5 30 but some days you know 
maybe I don't get to read in my book or maybe I don't get to my journal, but it's okay because I still, you know, made time for myself. If I just wake up at 530 and go in the living room and just sit on the couch for, you know, until everybody wake <laughs> up, then I, that's my prerogative because I have the time to do that. Um, yes. Yeah, like you just got to do it. <laughs> you really, you really do. You, even yes. even if you know you can't get up early in the morning, maybe just that two, one or two days out the week. Okay, these are gonna be my self care mornings or right. my self care nights. Like finding yes. that, finding like what days work best for you is like what helps set the tone for your week. Absolutely, call on that village. I remember one time my um. I dropped my son off to um, his grandparents' house and I came home and I told my hubby, I told him just don't come home, like find something to do, right? And I was at home and I had um, um, ran me a bath, had my little bubbles going. I had made me a glass of wine. I Like literally I'm in the bathroom, like dancing, talking to myself. Like he come home, like what is going on? It sounds like you having a party in here. Well, it was my self-care now. <laughs> Period. Yeah, this is my self-care night. Go mind your business because I still got another hour in here. Okay. <laughs> yes. But little it. things like that, you know, like don't make you don't have to go out and spend a whole lot of money. I know people think self-care, they think, oh, I gotta get a facial, I gotta get my nails done, I gotta get my hair done, or you know, I gotta get massage stuff. Like you don't have to spend money for self-care. Just spend time. Yes, that that is so true. So true. Okay. And that brings me to ask, what do you enjoy the most about motherhood? Oh, gosh. The... <laughs> <laughs> what is... I would say I love watching this little person like that I birthed. I still cannot believe that this little person came out of me. I still can't believe <laughs> it. But um, the fact that this little human came out of me and that I was blessed to be his mom and help, you know, raise him and instill my values in him and just that whole process. Um, but then also how he's helping to shape me into a better woman. I always say that when a woman has a child, like she levels up to like a new she just levels up to her next level of womanhood. And that's literally like what I felt like, like my son having a child gave me permission to make my mistakes and I'm still going to be loved. Uh, I can, you know, just be the woman that I always wanted to be without being afraid of what other people think. Cause I don't care about what other people think. All I care about is what this little person thinks of me and it just made me unafraid so there's nothing and no one no situation or anything that can like shake me up to the point where I'm like oh my gosh I, I don't know how I'm going to handle it nothing like I'm so calm I'm so cool um I'm so thankful I'm so grateful that I have this opportunity to help shape you know the next generation of person <laughs> yeah. um yeah so my advice is just be the best version of yourself that you could be every day make yeah. intentionally 
try to be better every single day. And just a little bit. Now, I'm not talking about 10%. I'm talking about just 1%. 1% be better. Yes, I love the way that you answered that. That was a beautiful answer. Because I feel like today, a lot of times, excuse me, a lot of times today from a lot of people, it's okay. I know, like, you know, aunties, your mom, et cetera have had a child or a lot of people care what people think about on the outside of how they're doing motherhood. But I feel like everybody had their own journey of motherhood. Mm -hmm. It's all about how you love your child and what you think. And I feel like from people looking at like social media or feeling like they're being judged by family, they don't really, um, they don't like to either they think negative negative about the way that they're being a mom. <clears throat> and mm. I literally look at, like, um, my friends that are moms now, and I love, like, the way that they are enduring and just doing it on, just, just making it be, like, their own way of them loving their child and not letting, caring about how other people are judging them about how they're being a mom. And they're doing an amazing job at it. Exactly. Exactly. Every mom is doing a great job. It doesn't it doesn't even matter what your style of parenting is because everybody's different. Um, But as long as you're doing the best that you can do, that's that's all like that's all that matters. Yes, that is that is so true. All righty, as we get ready to wrap up the episode, we always love to end off with a little girl chat. So my first question for girl chat is one, tell us one goal you look to achieve before the year is over with. Ooh, <laughs> well, um, one goal. I would love to put out at least 20 more YouTube videos. Um, oh, okay. Yes, I want to put out 20 more. I I personally can't control the number of subscribers I can. I get, I can't control the the little things, but I can control how much I put out. So my goal is 20 YouTube videos by the end of this year. I need y'all to hold me accountable. And if you with it, go ahead and subscribe to the channel. Uh, I call my subscribers baddies because y'all are bad asses at doing life. Um, so yes. Okay, <laughs> yes, I love that. So do you look forward to doing like a holiday? I know on YouTube, a lot of people do like the holiday series. Are you going to be doing something like that? Oh, I'm going to try. <laughs> yes, I, gonna try. I would I love to see that. Vlogtober. I'm going to try Vlogtober. Okay. Um, and then I know there's there's another one in December. Um, Vlogmas. Vlogmas. Yeah, um, I don't know. My December is very, very hectic, so I'm not even gonna commit to that. But Vlogtober, <laughs> I think I, I, I think I could do Vlogtober. We, we gonna try it. All I can do is try. I'm gonna try my best. If I do one of those, but that'll definitely hit my goal. I hit my twenty for sure. Yes, you'll definitely hit your twenty if you do yeah. one of the the vlogs for the holidays. Yes. So yeah. Thank you for reminding me of that. I need to get on. <laughs> yes, we would love to see that. Or doing like a day in the life of an entrepreneur. Like, you know, seeing things like that. Love to see that as well. Absolutely. Okay, and the next question uh, for our girl chat is, what advice would you give your younger self? 
Ooh. <laughs> oh, what advice I would give my um save your money, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Save your money, girl. Cause baby, I blew some money in my twenties, okay? In my early <laughs> ones too. Was making a lot of money, didn't have no bills for real. But blew it. And when I look back on it, I'm like, dang, if I had better financial intelligence at that time, I would have saved like at least 10% of my income that I was making. And I could have, you know, I could have did some things with that money right about now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, save your money, girl. Or just get more financially intelligent. Yes, I love that answer because, ooh, I be telling people, I be telling my little sister, being an adult is ghetto. It's, it's, it's ghetto at times. It gets really ghetto. You know, enjoy, enjoy them high school days because yes. you're in college and start getting in more into your 20s it's um yeah. it ain't on my it ain't on mama <laughs> it ain't it's on you <laughs> yes exactly and yes, it's very so ghetto out here okay it's very ghetto <laughs> it's very ghetto but i'm good glad that god continues to bless us because people don't not the younger generation do not be understanding they when don't bill hit like oh you gotta pay that <laughs> right Right, be like this bill don't belong to me. This ain't mine. I ain't signed up for that. I don't remember signing up for this. But or having hey. like emergency savings when something emergency happens, Girl. And you know when you know you already know when life's going good, something just boom. Mm-hmm. Life be lifing. <laughs> yes, life definitely do be lifing. Yes. That emergency uh, savings though would come in handy. Okay. Yes, that emergency savings definitely do come in handy. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, this is our last question before we wrap up the episode. What's your favorite wine to drink or your favorite drink you order on a girl's night? So my girls already know I'm a margarita girly. I'm a tequila girly. Um, and when I want to be ratchet, I'm a Hennessy girly and a Duce girly. <laughs> oh, yes, we love These it. All the things that I drink. <laughs> Um, but for the most part, I'm gonna order a margarita. I'm gonna either order a margarita or I'm gonna order a Long Island. Okay, yes, I love a Long Island and I love a margarita. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this episode. We love having you and your cool. I'm. I love the way that you spoke about entrepreneur, being a wife, being a mom. And giving, just giving real, raw, and uncut advice because we be, today, everybody be needing it. <laughs> to hear yes. from someone else to help give them that push that they need. So if you want to become a content creator, if you want to be able to juggle all the different businesses, you can do it. Miss Yasmin is a prime example of being a true hustler, and she is in her bag. Yes. Yes, thank you so much for joining us. And you can go ahead and promote your social media accounts again. Yes, so make sure you follow me on Instagram, um, on TikTok at Yasmin CEO, and on YouTube at Yasmin CEO. And then you can follow me on Facebook or just add me as a friend by Yasmin Colbert. 
And yes, I'm your beauty and skincare bestie. So check me out. And I can't wait to meet y'all. And if y'all find me from this podcast episode, send me a DM and let me know. Yes. Again, thank 